is In the Know for Thursday, July 20, the 201st day of 2023. There are 164 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Kim Phelps from Warren RECC will be here to tell you about their annual meeting today. And we will also give you a chance to win later on in the program. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, Rolling Rock 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Ready for a Thursday? Yeah, Ready sure. for another round of rain? No, you're not ready for another round of rain. You're okay with the milder temperatures, though, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I thought you probably were. Yesterday, when uh, Whitney was here, we had a list of things, uh, things that people think that are the same, but they're really different. Okay. And I think people enjoyed that, and so I got uh, provided another list, and I wanted to run a couple of those by you before we get into the forecast, okay? Okay. Pool and billiards. Okay. People think that pool, like you go to a pool hall or billiards, Mm -hmm. they are not the same. So it's primarily the number of balls used on the table. But you got eight ball, you play nine ball, I don't know. So they're not okay. exactly the same. Apparently there's a difference between soap and detergent. Okay. Yeah, but I think we commonly interchange them and go, oh, you give me some soap. Oh, you some detergent? No, some soap. Well, they're the same thing to me. Bugs and insects are different. Yes. All bugs are insects, but not all insects are bugs. Yes. There's a difference. We here in the rural portions of the area of the world know that there's a difference between straw and hay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We especially know that. Uh, there's a difference between seltzer and tonic water. Okay. There's a difference between mint and peppermint. Okay. There's a difference between cement and concrete. Mm-hmm. So, but those are things that are very similar and people think, and well, they're all, the, yeah. they're all the same thing, but te- they have technical differences that make them different. You probably saw some cloudy skies earlier this morning if you were up and uh, up and out. And then now we've seen uh, some partial clearing and that will happen for the middle portions of the day. And then we'll get another chance for some um, some more rain possible this afternoon and in the evening. There's a potential regionally for some damaging winds, hail, flash flooding are possible uh, with today's storms. We're going to see a quiet, cooler weather into the weekend. So, But for today, a high of 88. Thunderstorms early tonight, a low of 70. Mostly cloudy tomorrow is what you can expect. Now, you know, 24 hours ago, we were just starting to learn the real damage that uh, Graves County, Mayfield, and some of the other communities in that general area of the state down around uh, Wingo. I saw some very dramatic uh, uh, footage from, from Wingo. But in a community like Mayfield that just got walloped by a tornado um, approaching two years ago, and they're just still trying to recover, and now they've, um, in, they're have in all kinds of flood water. In fact, in uh, I think it was in Graves County specific, they set a Kentucky record for most rain in a single 24-hour period. When I first heard that stat, I thought, well, 
you know, you got somebody out in the backyard that's measuring how much rain they got, and they, it could be different, et cetera. But no, the Kentucky Mesonet measured nearly 11 inches of rain in one 24-hour period down in western Kentucky. The uh-huh. governor has proclaimed a state of emergency down there. Uh, fortunately, there are no known fatalities, at least as of yesterday, that were reported to uh, state government. There are power outages for about 7,000 customers. Hmm. Now, the difference is... Uh, we're no stranger to power outages yeah. in our region, so we kind of know what that is like. But the difference between when you get that much rain into a flat area, there are less. There's less elevation change in creeks and hollers and things mm-hmm. for things to to be. I'm not saying there's not damage. That's 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 not what I mean. Mm-hmm. But without because of the flat nature of that portion of the state, the water just sort of rises and it's swift moving. But it's not as dangerous, which I think probably protected lives, as compared to the eastern Kentucky flooding when it's running off the mountains and the hillsides and it just picks up steam and it's very damaging. So uh, we pray that they will recover quickly down that portion of the state and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on them down in the down in the Mayfield community. As I always refer to Graves County, they are our alphabetical neighbor in the state line of Grayson, Grayson and Graves adjacent to one another in the county uh, lineup. So that's that's good. Yeah, I was reading Wingo, uh, Paducah is an area, and then there's – and uh, throughout the northeast, uh, North Carolina had a rough day yesterday weather-wise. So there you go. Uh, I, I don't really have a, a full story on it, but I know the last 24 hours, a lot of the discussion has been about uh, Jason Aldean and – his new single that is uh, drawing criticism from some people and drawing support from other people. And so you'll continue to hear about it in the in the days that are coming up. I, I just kind of want to say um, the name of the song is uh, uh, Try That in a Small Town, basically saying that in small town America we do things a little bit differently. And the song's been out for months. But when the video came out is when the, the, the depictions of the, of the video footage, et cetera, is when it got the attention of... Of some people, so I, I will just I would just offer this: when we start censoring art, right, mm-hmm. we're in a dangerous place in our nation. Um, art, art has always art and artists have always been provocative, provocative all the way back through time, and so you know the the market will decide whether this song has a place. In the landscape of uh, country music, uh, music in general, etc. I would also just offer, if for those that would be critical of uh, Jason Aldean's song, that would be talking about the the um, the the way things are in rural America. If you if you want to go start canceling music or censoring music, there's a whole bunch of music on the other side of the equation that promotes violence or violence against police officers or a violence against women, etc. So it's a real slippery slope when you decide to start deciding who can listen to what and when, etc. So that'll be an ongoing uh, ongoing debate. By the way, I would like to say I am no huge fan of Jason Aldean. Uh, I do love his two duets that he's done, one with Kelly Clarkson, one with Carrie Underwood. But so I'm not I'm not rushing to Jason Aldean's defense by any stretch of the imagination just because I like him. But I think that um, well, and I am completely ignorant when it comes to it because I, I will never listen. Right. To, I got it. The, the song is other than a little profanity in the song. It's it's not a bad song. And, and, and really, it's got a very factual message. It's just a message that people don't necessarily want to hear. 
And it's another example of message messenger shooting, which too often happens uh, in our society these days. All right, some other headlines here at home. A Hardin County woman is pleading not guilty to over 35 counts of animal torture. Last month, 26-year-old Morgan Jade Barrick was arrested after being indicted on felony counts of torture of a dog or cat with serious physical injury or death. Uh, 19 of the dead dogs were found inside her home. Two were in a van that was registered to her. Several carcasses were also found, so a terrible depiction of what was happening there. She will return to court on August 29 for a pretrial conference. That's terrible. This time yesterday, we were just learning that Daniel Cameron was naming Senator Robbie Mills as his uh, running mate in November. So uh, learning a little bit more about Robbie over the last 24 hours. He represents the Henderson area. He's got Henderson, Union, and Webster counties, I think. Been in the Senate for a while. He was an architect of uh, one of the major architects of the new trans bill, um, the new trans-related bill in Washington uh, in Frankfurt over the uh, previous session. He was called uh, pro-coal, pro-gun, um, and he's a conservative, etc. So that will... Now, interesting. Weird how we do it in in Kentucky compared to how um, maybe it's done federally at the vice president and president role. So uh, gubernatorial candidates can file without having to name a running mate until within certain number of days of the general election. And uh, we have been waiting for a while to see what Daniel Cameron was going to choose. We also know this week that Jacqueline Coleman, our current lieutenant governor, went to Frankfurt and officially filed her paperwork for re-election. So that planted the question with me this morning. If if the if the lieutenant gubernatorial candidates have to go and file themselves, is anyone open to file? Like, maybe. Because if it's not a joint filing where uh, Bashir and Coleman go together and say, we're this ticket, and Cameron and Mills go together and say, which Cameron Mills is still making me laugh because, you know, we know Cameron Mills. Um, so does that leave the door open that if somebody just wanted to walk in and say, I want to be Daniel Cameron's running mate, I'm filing. What does that, what does that I do? Know. I don't know. I don't know how that. So, somebody should try it. I don't know how that works. I, I say we send Yukon Cornelius to yes. run and, uh, and see if how far he may get. Overall serious crime rates fell across Kentucky in 2022 with a double-digit decline in reports of homicides, robberies, and drug offenses. A new law enforcement report is out as of yesterday among 23 categories deemed as serious or violent crimes. Overall reports of offenses decreased by nearly 10% in 2022 compared to the prior year while arrests declined 6.2%. Arrests fell in 16 categories while reported crimes declined in 18 categories. There were a couple of places where um, there were some jumps. And oddly enough, just our previous story, uh, uh, earlier story, dealt with animal cruelty. Animal cruelty is one category that saw an increase in both reports and arrests. And so uh, the governor was also at this press conference talking that uh, Louisville still con- continues to be the most troubling area relative to crime rates in the state. There are declines most everywhere else across the state, but not in Louisville in particular, where they've had a very tumultuous, obviously, last few years. Yes. And they are getting a new police chief, uh, chief as of today. There's a press conference at 1130 Central Time when Mayor Craig Greenberg is going to name the next chief of the LMPDs. So we'll find out a little bit more about that.
I also think that this that um, this crime survey uh, prompted me to think there is a there is a distinct difference between safety and perceived safety. Like being safe is one thing, but knowing you're safe and believing you're safe is completely something different. And it's nice to have. So these reports help bear out. You know, headlines would lead us to believe crime is worsening, it's getting worse. We hear on the national news about all the gun violence and everything is related to a gun, et cetera, when the overwhelming majority of those gun-related deaths are suicides, unfortunately. so, But it, you do need to study the data a little bit further. But the idea when you hear that crimes being reported and crimes uh, being, and arrests being made are actually declining – most places in Kentucky is uh, should be comforting, you know, yeah. and give you a perception of of being of being safe. The SEC is having their football day media football days in Nashville the last couple of days. The UK contingent had a bit of a bumpy flight into Nashville. They said as they got closer to Nashville, it got a little bumpy, a couple of jumps, but smoothed out, landed safely, and they are talking about the upcoming season. Uh, Mark Stoops' squad, Liam Cohen returning to Lexington, so. Should be, um, should be an exciting, uh, exciting season ahead, with the cats getting back to who they were, according to Mark Stoops. Kentucky Derby winner Mage is returning for the one million dollar Haskell at Monmouth Park. Mage hasn't run since the Derby, mm-hmm. and now is going to run again at Monmouth Park on Saturday in a one million dollar uh, race. And then the Open, or what we Yanks call the British Open, is underway. Currently being led by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fleetwood and then an amateur with the last name of Lamprecht are tied at five under. And um, they're in the clubhouse, by the way. They're finished for the day. So you still got some golfers on the course. So people will be watching that a lot over the next few days. But the leaders are, co leaders are at five under at the Open. All right, there are your headlines. We've got to get to a break. We're going to come back. Warren RECC is having their annual meeting today. Looks a little different than maybe it did five or six years ago. We're going to tell you how and why you should participate. Kim Phelps is here. We'll talk to her coming up here on In the Know. Today is Moon Day, the anniversary of the moon landing. Today is also Lollipop Day. It's Ugly Truck Day. It's Nap Day. It's also the day we say good morning and welcome back to Kim Phelps from Warren R-E-C-C. Good morning. Welcome. Oh, wait a minute. You're over there on that one. Sorry. Good morning. Good to see you. Uh, No nap for you today. I, I, when you said I, I that, I thought, imagine. man, I'm going to miss out. <laughs> Not going to squeeze in a nap today, I don't I think, not. by any stretch of the imagination. Welcome back. It's good to see you again. I know it's a busy day, so we are grateful that you're uh, taking time out of your day to visit with us here uh, in Litchfield, where it's uh, annual meeting day, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, we're constantly bringing new people under the tent here around the program, and there are constantly new people who are reaching adulthood and having to know what Warren RECC is. Um, Warren Rural Electric Cooperative Corporation. Correct. Yeah. So Very nice. I think a lot of people would say, what's a cooperative? What is a cooperative? What is a cooperative? A cooperative is owned by their members. So we do not. There's not a big board. There's not stockholders somewhere else. Um, Warren RECC was created by people who wanted electricity in their houses, and they wouldn't couldn't be served by big electric companies. So they got together 
and formed an electric company themselves, and they took advantage of um, a federal legislation that was doing some uh, low in- – actually, I think it was no interest loans at that time. So Warren RECC is owned by their members, and that's the importance of the annual meeting. Every year we get together – we members, everybody has a vote to elect their board of directors who then oversee the electric companies. There's one representative from each county territory? Yes, it's, there are seven, seven territories. Okay. So the territories are Grayson, uh, Butler, Warren. Butler and Ohio is one. Butler, Ohio is one, one mm-hmm. unit. Okay. And then you got with Simpson and Allen. Or Simpson uh, is in there? Simpson is in there. A little okay. piece of Logan, um, Edmondson. Okay. Butler, so, all right. Warren. Oh, okay. So I want to talk about. We'll talk about the board and the votes in in, in just a moment. But I, I did think this morning when I wrote down, uh, you know, what is a co-op? Because I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily know what that means. Um, what is the? Do you know the youngest person? The age of the youngest person that has ever said to you, "Do you work for REA?" <laughs> right, right. You know that's a, that you run into people in our community yes. that will say, "I got to run over to REA," which shows you that's been a while ago. That's when, been you know, a while. They, they've lived a lot of life when that happened. Uh, you all have had much of the other utilities uh, that Serve Kentucky have as well. Had a rough last six months or so. It seemed like it's the windiest we- year that I can remember. Seemed you're constantly. Uh, chasing wind damage and storm damage, how taxing is that to you as a as a company well it's it 's certainly a lot of work uh, but it 's what we do that 's our job so we 're happy to do it. We have in the last couple of months for the March storm and these June storms we have had a lot of help come in so we 've had people i think in March we had about fifty five crews and in June we had about forty five crews so we 've had a lot of help from all over the state and all over the country. In fact, so it is It is a lot of work, but it is something that we're prepared to do. That's our job, so we do it. You have severe thunderstorms that come through, and then you have what I call tornadic activity, which usually mm-hmm. takes a path. But this most recent storm seemed to be a, a super powerful thunderstorm that was wide and just kind of blunt force trauma areas that I think made it outside your typical storm damage response. Right, and I think that's the – and I've explained that to a lot of people. You know, the tornado was terrible. The 21 tornado was terrible, but it, it went – you know, it's a specific line. These windstorms have just – they've come through the whole service ter- territory widespread. In fact, in March, 60% of our members were out. Six, six in 10 in the month of March. Wow, it's uh, hard to believe. We are also coming out of a – uh, an, a season of life that impacted everyone, including utilities and co-ops, and that being the COVID season. Uh, I often suggest that COVID gave opportunities to, to organizations and society. It forced them to do things differently in a different way, think of things through a different prism, and in ways that it, in, it gave some opportunities for organizations to do things they wanted to do and blame it on COVID, but there are other things that provided opportunity or proof of concept and went, hey, we can do it this way. COVID completely reinvented the way you all approach your annual meeting. Yes. And so kind of explain the differences of how it used to be compared to how it is now. Well, the way it used to be, you would come mostly to Bowling Green. Uh, 
in the evening, and I think it started about 6 o'clock, and we had a, 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 a big meeting. We had sort of a, I call it a fair, if you will. Uh, we had events for the kids, things for the kids to do. We had booths to go to. Then we did have our traditional business meeting, and then generally we had some sort of entertainment, a concert or something like that. Did you, don't mention, don't don't forget ice cream. And ice cream. Yeah, ice cream, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, hot dogs, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, during COVID, we couldn't do that. Obviously, we couldn't gather everybody together. So what we started doing was having a drive-through. A lot of co-ops did the same thing at each one of our offices and then doing our business meeting a little bit smaller. What we found was that um, because we had something at every office, it was really a great thing for the members because they didn't have to come to Bowling Green to cast their vote and register and get their gift. I forgot to mention that you, you get a gift and right. we have drawings. For there may be light bulbs prizes. involved as well. There are light there bulbs could be a involved. bucket involved. I don't know. <laughs> so we thought it was, um, so we've continued it on because having something at every office allows us to get out and see more members. People are able to stop by and say hello that maybe we didn't get to see when they had to come all the way to Bowling Green. So we've, it's turned out to be a blessing in disguise. You have several then, uh, you have several simultaneous micro events instead of one big centralized event. That's right. So it's turned into a huge amount of efficiency for members. It's, my guess is I've only been to one annual meeting when it was, uh, when it was centralized. Um, that was several years ago. But I see a huge amount of convenience for, for me. But now, are there pitfalls involved? Are there things you all look at and you go, you know, in the old days we had a chance to do and we just don't, we're not able. Is there anything you're missing from the old centralized meeting? You know, I really don't think there is. I do think that there are people that miss coming and sitting uh, in the gym. We used to do it at South Warren High School a lot, so I'll I'll use that as an example. Sit in the gym or the cafeteria at South Warren and and catch up over a hot dog. So we do miss that and, and it, it was fun. I'm not going to lie. It was a fun day. We had a really good time. But we also get to have that little bit of camaraderie when people come through the drive through And we get to see more people because we're able to visit with everybody in all of our different areas instead of just one centralized area. So I know we're reaching people right now. We've got people that are served out of your your Edmondson County operation. Uh, obviously, you've got Grayson Countyans here. you got Butler Countyans here that we're reaching. Uh, I know where the Grayson County uh, office is. And I know where the, the drive through is, and I know how to do that. Uh, but explain that address, and then also mention where's the location in Brownsville and in Morgantown. Uh, here in Litchfield, it's uh, 104 Electric Avenue. We got to rock down to Electric, Electric Avenue, Avenue, and then yes. we take it higher. Yes. Yeah, I got so it. So okay. that's here. Uh, Morgantown is um, Tyler Street. It is, it's the Warren RECC office. We'll, we'll have a tent up. We'll have the, the grill going. We have some snacks if you get there before lunchtime. And then uh, Brownsville, a lot of times they'll come here to the Litchfield office. Pretty much you can go to any of them. If you are a member that's not in a county okay. that has a, a, a district office, you can go to any of them. If you want to drive to Bowling Green, you're more than welcome. We'd love to see you, but you don't have to. Okay. And if you want to be part of the voting process, do you need to know your account number or you know, is that how that works? Yes. If you, yes, we'd love to have your account number, uh, bring a driver's license with you. Sometimes we can look them up that way. That's easier. But um, this year, just FYI for everyone, it, we do not have an election this year. So this, you are registering and you'll get your bucket and bulbs. And just a little note, 
at every single office for every 100 people that come through will give away a $250 bill credit. So if 100 people come through, we'll pull a name, one name. And so if 200 people come through, we'll pull two names and on and on. So it's it's worth a shot. Oh, yeah. It definitely definitely sounds like a worth a shot. Everybody loves a bill credit without a doubt. And I was going to ask you, I knew that of your board, it's typically staggered where you have elections in some counties and you don't so that you don't have a completely new board all the time or you, right. your members rotate on and off, but no contested elections in, in any area of the, of the Correct. co-op. Okay. Um, this year would be, uh, we have two that'll start new terms uh, on August 1st. Gotcha. Okay. And then, um, I don't, you may have mentioned it if you did, I'm sorry that I missed on it is that what you all have done to replace the socializing and the entertainment is you've been doing a, an event in the evening online are yes. you still doing that? Yes, online at 6 o'clock at WRECC.com. The business meeting that uh, used to be in person, it's, it's absolutely the same agenda, the same business meeting. So you'll get to meet our board. The board will, in, will be introduced. You'll get to meet our CEO. He'll give a little bit of an update. Uh, Kentucky Electric Cooperatives, which is our statewide uh, they'll give a statewide update, cooperative update, and then TVA will be there to give a little uh, Tennessee Valley Authority update. I I was uh, I kind of latched on to what you were talking about how the federal legislation that formed the TVA that then created you know I mentioned people older people say REA and then you had your uh, your NRECCs and your WRECCs and your individual cooperatives. Just watching the evolution of those organizations has been interesting because I guess maybe 15 years ago as an organization, you all might not have ever thought you were an internet provider, but through your partnership with NCTC, you are, and you're, you're improving lives in, in ways that maybe, I mean, obviously electricity is important, but the internet can take you pretty much anywhere around the globe. And so You've got new partnerships and and new innovation that you're involved in now. Absolutely. And we think of that uh, as as a cooperative. It's something that's important to our members, you know, just as electricity was something that was important to our members and they couldn't get electric service in the rural areas. There's people have trouble getting broadband service in the Mm -hmm. rural areas. And so uh, we have partnered with another cooperative, NCTC. They are out of Lafayette, Tennessee, and they are helping us reach – Rural broadband, members in our rural areas. It has been so exciting for me. I know that the seeds that were planted and by who, it was, it was county government, it was the Health Foundation, it, yes. was, it was Owensboro Health and their involvement in coming in, et cetera, et cetera. It was, there are many stakeholders. But it has been so wonderful to watch this uh, partnership, this broadband, this Fiber for Grayson initiative, to watch the seeds get planted, to watch it sprout. And then I get to see the feedback from people you know, when it's mentioned, I get to see the comments that say complete game changer, right? Like I, I was dead in the water with Internet before, and now it's as I think of it and it's already on my screen. And so it's you all have to feel proud about what you've done. We're very proud and we're very thankful for those community partnerships. That is something that is key to what we're doing is, is having the, the health foundation, the fiscal courts, all of those local entities pulling together 
Um, it's truly the cooperative spirit, and I'm so glad to hear that everyone is very happy with the service. We uh, we picked NCTC. We wanted another cooperative because that model is important to us, and we've really <laughs> been very happy with them. When I checked your map recently, your build-out in Grayson County continues. Your, yes. your initial deployment strategy and phases is still underway, so every day there are new people that are getting real broadband that have never had it before and that's exciting for me and so and i'm sure you're also continuing to innovate look for future opportunities and things i don't think you're happy where you are i would imagine you're continuing to grow we continue to look for opportunities to expand and if you haven't been to our website lately we have updated the maps so there are new maps new plans up there so go check it out and if you haven't registered to let us know you want it, please do that. Fiberforgrayson.com. Even if you weren't able to get it six months ago, still go through and put that you're interested because that's how they know where the demand is for, for moving there. But today is annual meeting day. Today is and, annual meeting. And um, it's sort of, you know, if you're an old timer, you think, well, Warren RECC is on Lee Avenue. Well, it's behind Lee Avenue now right. on Electric <laughs> Avenue. You'll see the big building there. It's a beautiful new modern building. Uh, you drive through there, make yourself part of the co-op, get your... She ruined the surprise. She said it's a bucket and bulbs. <laughs> I would is. have never guessed that's what it was. But uh, get to meet your co-op and then uh, participate. But it's underway right now. It right? is underway. All right. Well, it's good to see you as always. Thank you uh, for Thanks for me. coming in. Come back again real soon and uh, say hey to everyone in Morgantown. I guess that's maybe your next stop. I think that's Morgantown my next sometime. stop. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Kim. That's Kim Phelps, Warren, R-E-C-C. Hang on. We've got your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know Minnie Mouse's first name is actually Minerva? Huh. Minerva. Minerva. Minnie is a nickname that stuck. Now, either I dreamed this or I think that Mickey's name is Mortimer. No, that I... I think that is correct. That's true. Yes. So they were oh, Mortimer and Minerva Mouse <laughs> that got nicknamed down to Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, that's too much, right? Like, I'm glad that it's Mickey and Minnie. But it reminded me, uh, so we have a new dog in the family, <laughs> yeah. and her name is Gertie. Yes. Uh, we did not name her. That was no. her name when uh, she joined our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Alea and I have an argument. Because, well, we argue about several things, TV and television. Uh, But on this particular front, there are times when I will refer to Gertie as Gertrude. Yes. Because that, I would presume, is her full name. Like, Minerva is Minnie. Gertrude is Gertie. And so she says her name is not Gertrude. And I said, well, how do you know? You should ask her and see. So. Well, but she <laughs> insists upon calling her Gerger, and that drops me nuts. Yeah. It's one thing to shorten it to Gert. <laughs> yeah. But I hear Gertrude, I hear Gerger, and I'm like, it's Gertie. It's just Gertie. It's and Gertie. if you really want to make be fancy, it's Gertie May. Yes, so, exactly. Gertie uh, May. Like Ellie May, I suppose. Well, so. and I, I kind of teased it when you were not here that we had, and, and I have yet to send any photos, so I had yeah. promised well, to do that. That's no. all right. We'll, we'll get to it in a couple of couple of days. Well, Josh but. was here, and so we talked about it being a rescue. So oh, sure. Something yeah. that anyway, she's, dogs. Um, she, she's, uh, she's good for us, and we're good for her, so yes. that's, uh, that's good. Here's today's water cooler oh. question. It's your chance to win if you or your household 
have not won in the last 30 days, you qualify to win four Beach Bend tickets. Four Beach Bend tickets up for grabs today. You can text your answer to 270-259-6000. 21% of us are going to lose this sometime this year. 21% of us are going to lose this sometime this year. 21% are going to lose this sometime this year. Um, <laughs> I think if I were playing, I would just send it. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yes, you, my sanity. I'm going to lose it. You have lost it. Barbie and Oppenheimer, the proper viewing order. It's going to be a huge day for Hollywood. Mission Impossible out is going to do well again. Then Barbie and Oppenheimer are opening. Tens of thousands of moviegoers are attempting to do the double header. If you were going to watch Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day, got any idea which you'd watch, what order you'd watch? Oh, my. Um, I guess Barbie first. Not because that's my preference. I'd rather end on what I think would be a better note. You'd rather end with Barbie? Because you would, would use for start preference with Barbie, okay? Because I think I would like to end with Oppenheimer, like on a on a better note. I think I, I don't know. Barbie for me, I loved playing Barbies when I was a kid, but yeah. there is no appeal to me in this really? movie, none okay. whatsoever. Uh, the uh, you know with people who have been saying uh, <clears throat> Ryan Gosling, he's too old to play Ken. I like that Margot Robbie came to his defense and said, I mean, Barbie is in her sixties. <laughs> because yeah. you know, she she debuted in nineteen fifty nine, so even though she's frozen in time, I think I'm with you. Uh, I would do Barbie first and then Oppenheimer. I'm more interested in Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is more of a heavy lift. You know, yeah. it's going to take more energy. Oppenheimer seems like more of a uh, evening feature film. Yeah. Barbie seemed more like a matinee to me. Yeah. So if I were, doing are you a, interested in reading the book? Barbie. No. <laughs> Oppenheimer? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I like Maybe. I like biographies and uh, the story. <laughs> I, I'm, again, I'm intrigued by uh, by the Manhattan Project so, and what it did for the world. Do you know what the hardcover is going for? Oh, there's no telling. Uh, I think it could be. Mm, I think it's two hundred and eighty five dollars. Two eighty five yeah. for the hard hardback of mm-hmm. the Oppenheimer that um, the book that it, the, that the that movie he used, is based, based on. Based upon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I think I can buy a movie ticket for less. <laughs> I I think I can. Lisa Marie Presley, friends, shocked to find out what her cause of death actually was. Uh, bowel obstruction due to recent weight loss surgery. People thought, you know, because she had had, um, she had had um, drug usage issues over the years, they thought that she had had some type of relapse. And she had had bariatric surgery not long before, and she um, died as a result of that weight loss surgery that led to a bowel obstruction. Wow. So that's, uh, I, I guess that's better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, death is death, and you don't want to see her, her leave. But knowing that it was something like that, I think, right. is redemption a little <laughs> bit. The Jets will not be cooperative with NFL films while on hard knocks. So you heard me talk recently, love, love hard knocks. Uh, it takes you kind of inside the sport. I don't really like the seat. I don't really pay too much attention to the season until the playoffs, but I like kind of the backstories and people trying to make rosters, et cetera. I enjoy that. Uh, 
it's kind of one of those deals. I would imagine that there are lots of coaches in sports now that have to do interviews with the media during timeouts that they don't like. I would imagine that it also turns into a hassle for professional athletes to be mic'd up and have to worry about what they're saying and doing interviews during games. I get it. They might not like that, but there's so much money in the sport. you got to give on these things to create engagement. If you don't want to let hard knocks in your facility, then just get out of the NFL. That was when when you joined the league, the league owns the franchises, the league sets the rules, and if the league says hard knocks gets to follow you, then Hard Knocks gets to follow you. You don't get to whine because you're Aaron Rodgers and say, "Why do we cameras?" I mean, if it's a rule, it's a rule. That's right. The rules are. <laughs> no, that's not true because there are rules. The rules are the rules are the rules. And the WWE legend Iron Sheik, he passed away not long ago in uh, June. At 81 years of age, cardiac arrest is what the uh, Iron Sheik actually passed of. So sorry to hear about the passing, but uh, Iron Sheik back in June. So there is some of your entertainment headlines. The water cooler question again was 20% of us will lose this sometime this year. We'll figure out the winner. Four tickets to Beach Bend up for grabs today. Plus, we'll have Point to Ponder, Chart Toppers, Pearl of Wisdom, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's Point to Ponder for today. Was someone just being clever when they put a B in the word subtle? Maybe. And they created the word subtle. They wrote S-U-T-L-E. Wait a minute. Yeah. Know what would be subtle? <laughs> Let's drop a B in there and see what people do with that. Yeah, that could happen. All right. Uh, a couple of things to get to before we get to the uh, chart toppers for the day. Uh, one, an emergency slide fell from a plane and hit a Chicago home. So, you know, the emergency slides that mm-hmm. pop out when you're you know, emergency landing, they inflate, and those things are big when they get inflated. Yeah. One somehow fell out of an airplane and hit a home in Chicago. Now, Was there damage? Yes, there was. But it would have... to keep it? I, what's what I wondered myself. It would have been serendipitous, though. If it just could have avoided hitting the house. And just landed in the yard. And then the kids looked out there right? and went, <gasps> bounce house. <laughs> Score. Christmas can we, early. Can we go out and play with it? And then this headline puzzled me a little bit, kind of made me wonder uh, if this is a fair, fair or foul. Wife livid, husband washes cat's water bowl in kitchen sink. Hmm. Is that I, out of bounds? I, not to me, but... I mean, I I thought this was probably okay. I mean, I don't don't know that I would want them washing out the litter box in the kitchen sink. but no. I mean, but a water bowl, I I think that's okay. I I mean, maybe she washed it with the other dishes instead of... Now, I would not put a cat, dog, water bowl, food bowl in... If I were hand-washing dishes, I would not put that in with our dishes. Right. But if I were just washing it solo, I don't know what's wrong with it. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, there are other places you can do that. Maybe they maybe it's the only place they could. But I think he's in the clear. I think he's okay for washing that. And again, it was the water bowl. <clears throat> right. Now, really, whether it makes any difference whether it's water bowl or food bowl, from a bacteria or right. an illness it's standpoint, it's all the all the same. On television this evening, <clears throat> Alea would prefer I say TV. 
Generation Gap on ABC. The Chase is on ABC. It's the season three finale. On PBS, the season two finale of Before We Die. And then check your local listings. I think it's overnight tonight. The FIFA Women's World Cup gets underway if you're just really sold out for the World Cup. From Australia, Nigeria will play Canada, New Zealand will play Norway, and Australia will play Ireland. Again, because of the time change, that's shifted to where a lot of that activity is going to... I told old uh, YTTV, I told it to record the women's matches, so I'm Team USA no matter what. Uh, (laughs) I like it when the USA beats up on the rest of the world, so (laughs) even if it's soccer, I'm going to be in all in on the World Cup. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1969, I wish they would bring back the Vuvuzelas. You know, okay. back when they had the few few years ago, they had the, in, I think they had it on the continent of Africa, and the Vuvuzelas, you could hear them in the crowd that, You just like to say that word. I think so. Or make that sound. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first men to walk on the moon this date in 1969. In 1977, a flash flood hit Johnstown, Pennsylvania, killing more than 80 people and causing $350 million worth of damage. United States and Cuba restored full diplomatic relations after more than five decades of frosty relations rooted in the Cold War back in 2015. I would have told you in 2015, (coughs) I thought that I would have been to Cuba before now. Yeah, me too. Now, we circled Cuba for several days one time. Yes, we did. But... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, we did. We just kind of swam laps off the coast of Cuba. I for... actually met someone that is from Cuba not just a couple In- weeks ago. Interesting. I forgot to tell you about that. Well, I'm kind of surprised that after eight years of being able to go to Cuba that we've not been. Yeah, now, the too. fact that you can throw a pandemic right in the middle mm-hmm. of it is probably yeah. a contributor. Birthdays today, T.G. Shepard is 79. Kim Carnes is 78. Carlos Santana is 76. The singer Vitamin C is 54. Omar Epps is 50. Elliot Yamin is 45, Giselle Bunchen is 43, and Washington Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg, Strasburg is 35 today. Gone but not forgotten. Sir Edmund Hillary, 1919. Okay. Um, you know, he's given credit <laughs> as being the first person, the first explorer, uh, and that would be true. I don't think he's the first person to climb Mount Everest. I think he's the first explorer to climb okay. Mount Everest. Yeah. Because the people of that area, the people that served as his Sherpas, mm-hmm. they had already climbed it. Right. And he was just the first person that got the credit. All right, chart toppers. We're going to go all the way back. Well, we're going to try to go all the way back to 1946. We don't often get back into the 40s, but we'll jump back there for old blue eyes. They say it's wonderful. Thank you, Frank. (laughs) Moving along. Let's go to the 1950s, one that gets featured quite often in 1955. In fact, we just talked about it last week. Bill Haley and his comics, not Bill Haley and the comics. Theme from Happy Days was on the American Graffiti soundtrack. If you think about 1950s music, I bet that one comes to mind very quickly because it was made famous in Happy Days. Yeah. Well, and it's fun. 
It is fun. Because if you if you if you know how to count, you can participate. <laughs> yeah. 1964, the four seasons were number one with Ragdoll. Seventy-three, Three Dog Night. I don't know why I love this song so much. Wash away my troubles, wash away my pain. I think you accuse me of just liking to say words, yeah. like Vuvuzela saying the word Shambhala is just fun as well. <laughs> Hard not to sing along with that. Let's go to 1982. Johnny Cougar, number one. From the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, I know the words to it and everybody loved it, but I'm kind of like, mm. There's better Brian Adams music. Yes, absolutely. By the way, I think one of the overlooked, one of the better overlooked duets of all time is Brian Adams, Tina Turner, It's Only Love. Huh, okay. That is a tremendous, tremendous duet. Twenty-three years ago today, in sync was number one. Are you going to tell me the answer? Oh, I didn't tell the answer, did I? No. Um, it was, uh, so glad you reminded me of that. 21% of people will lose yeah, this. Yeah, credit card year. or debit card. Oh, credit card or debit keys. card. And I, Scott, okay. I was going to scroll through. We'll figure it out. We have several okay, to draw yeah. from. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay. All right. We'll let you all know. It looks like there's, I thought, I, I glanced and saw seven correct answers. Okay. Right. So, but I also saw phone. Phone was in there a lot. Okay. Phone, not phone. I had job and keys. Uh, <laughs> I think 89% of people would lose it. Oh, okay. Yeah, lose that was your answer. Waking up in Vegas, number one, 14 years ago today. KP. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Thanks for rowing the boat with me here oh, the last yeah, hour. You're welcome. Was, you um, know, Sam's doing news this week, so yeah, we've kind of been. My oars my a little bit slow, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. We're yeah. not turning circles. At you least. know, the thing is, it, <laughs> we we get to see more of the lake. 
Yes, you know, like we when, do. When we, when we willy-nilly from bank to bank, you see all of the lake rather than just going yeah. in a straight line. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Be a good person, but don't waste your time proving it. Be a good person, but don't waste your time proving it. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Beach. I'm MB, and now you're in the know.